Hey, this is Dr. Patty Sadala. Welcome to my Experience Jesus podcast. In this how-to episode, the Lord really had me meditating on some of the spiritual game changers that had a catapulting impact on my faith and life. This is part one of this topic. Next week, we will address the second half of it. To prepare for this episode, I asked a lot of people what some of their spiritual game changers were, and I had people tell me the stories of times in their life that they had a jump with God and grew spiritually. For some, that moment was connected to their salvation story. For others, it was a miraculous healing or provision. And for others, it was the story of the baptism of the Holy Spirit, where they could feel an increase of the release of spiritual gifts and were never the same. The common denominator for all of their stories was they met the realness of God. God showed up in a way that made him personal and real to them, and they knew that he was for them. This is the ultimate game changer because it changes your perspective about who God is. He is not a distant, unknowable God. He is a powerful yet personal God, and he knows you by name. There's a huge difference between knowing about someone and knowing them directly. To know about someone is a distant knowledge of understanding what other people think about this person. Most celebrities, for example, are probably nothing like what people have written about them, about the things they do, think, or feel. These are fake personas of idealized people that are really just human beings, made to look like whatever the brand would have them want you to think they are. I asked the Lord to help me understand from his perspective about this game changer of knowing him in a real and personal way. To help me understand this concept, Jesus showed me a man in the desert. He had chapped lips and a distressed look on his face. He was frantically looking for water, but he kept walking and he thought he saw water, then realized it was only a mirage. Jesus said, There was no real water, only something that looked like water. It's good to know what water looks like. It's better to be able to drink it when you're thirsty. To learn about me is like showing a hungry and thirsty man a picture of a magnificent banquet, but there's nothing really to eat or drink. Seeing the picture may bring some benefits, but is actually unsatisfying. The actual need is unfulfilled. This is what it's like to learn about me. The spiritual need to know me is even stronger than a man's physical need for water. A mirage is an illusion, a trick of the eye caused by light refraction and heat waves. Knowing only about me is a trick too, but it doesn't fool a soul. The soul knows it needs the true God. To truly satisfy the hunger and thirst in your soul, you must drink deeply of the living water. Water is refreshing, rejuvenating, and restores more than you can see and feel. Come and drink deeply the living water. You must eat the food of my presence, and you must enter the Holy of Holies where you can encounter my presence. I gained you direct access to the Father by way of the indwelling Holy Spirit by my work on the cross. Do not neglect this privilege. This is accomplished by spending time with me. Consider John 17, 3. This is eternal life, that they may know you, the one and only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. To know someone is an intimate thing. To know about someone implies a knowledge from a distance. It is not my desire for you to know me distantly or haphazardly through a third party or some other way through the work of a pastor or preacher. You cannot know me personally without drawing close to me. It is through steady communion with me, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, that you will truly come to know me. 
And knowing leads to trusting, believing, and obeying, which are the fruits of the eternal life you now have. I responded, it's just like knowing anyone personally. In order to trust someone, you need to spend time with them to learn if they are who they say they are and you can rely on them. After some time, when I feel safe, I tend to want to spend more time with people like that. And I spend most of the time with people that I like to be around. People who build me up, encourage me, and show me love. No one does that better than you, Lord. Yes, exactly. The difference between knowing in your head and knowing and surrendering in your heart are clarified in James 2.19. You believe that God is one. You do well. The demons also believe and shudder. The demons know who I am, of course, but they do not accept and surrender to me and have no intimate relationship with me. This is an important distinction. Remember, I live in your heart and not in your head. Every time you take a drink today, spend time reflecting on the living water and come in fellowship with me. Listen for me in the quiet, still voice of your spirit. Seek me, you will find me, spending time with me and getting to know me. Ask me to show you things. I certainly have a lot to show you. It's my heart's desire to spend time with you, too. Communing with me is the only way for your spiritual hunger and thirst to be satisfied. This is how to truly know me. The entire Experience Jesus book series and podcast is devoted to this first game changer. It's all about teaching you how to hear and see and sense and feel and know God face to face. Seeing, hearing, sensing, and feeling Jesus in your spirit and in the world is a key to making him real and relevant to you right now. He is not a distant, unknowable God. He is right here, right now. God's realness is the very primary spiritual game changer. The rest of these are all hows. They are keys to how to increase this relationship with the Lord personally. One of the observations I made about these hows and the order that God gave me to share them is significant because each game changer leads to the next one. So I want you to notice that. We're going to talk about two additional ones in this episode, and we're going to talk about two more in the following part two episode. I have been a believer since 1979, and my growth was slow and steady. When I reflected on some of the absolute game changers that caused me to jump in a catapulting way, the Lord reminded me of my story, and I'm going to be sharing the short list of these game changers now, but I want you to reflect on your own journey, your own story, and see how God has brought you up and the things that you remember as significant in your own Christian life with your jumps. I've talked a little bit or a lot about some of the things that we're going to be addressing in these Game Changers in this podcast and in my books, and I will share links on the pattyej.podbean.com site for this episode that include the links to those other episodes because they're more detailed, just in case you miss them or want to listen to them again. The two game changers that we're going to be talking about today are dialogue journaling and connecting with God as a child in your spiritual special place. Dialogue journaling is a tool and a skill 
that will help you to connect with God personally. This is the foundation of the how-to game changers, and it is a tool that is used for all of the other ones. Dialogue journaling, also known as the four keys to hearing God's voice, is a simple tool that God gave Dr. Mark Verkler to teach people how to connect with him personally. When you realize how easy it is to connect with God using this tool, you will wonder why pastors are not teaching about it in the pulpits. Some people can more easily and naturally sense and hear from God and other people struggle. I was able to hear God's voice and sense his direction for decades before I attended Christian Leadership University, and I'd even written two books that were guided by the Holy Spirit. And my ministry as an organization development consultant was helping people connect with God's plans and for integrating organizations, learning how to experience and learn from him directly using dialogue journaling so that I could teach others how to do that was clearly a game changer for me because now I could teach other people how to hear God's voice too. The entire Bible was written using the same four keys that we use in dialogue journaling. Two-thirds of the Bible was written by people who could hear God's voice and then write it down, and one-third was God speaking to them through dreams and visions and them writing it down. The Bible is our source to make sure that what you're hearing and seeing is actually from God. When God completed the Bible, he did not stop speaking. He just had included everything we needed to know about who he is, his promises, his nature, and his character. So when you use the skill of dialogue journaling, you are always to test it against the Bible so that you know that what you're listening and following is God's true voice. These are the four simple steps to connecting with God. Quiet yourself down. This is internally and externally. Fix your eyes on Jesus and expect to see, hear, feel from him. Tune to spontaneity, allowing pictures, thoughts, and feelings to bubble up. Do not try to do this in your strength. It's coming from God, not you. Write down what you saw, heard, felt, and keep track of it in your journal. The Lord showed Dr. Mark Verkler these four steps in Habakkuk 2, 1 and 2. Habakkuk was a prophet at the very beginning of the 70-year exile, where the Israelites were being taken away by the Babylonians. This confused Habakkuk because, after all, the Israelites were his chosen people. How could God be allowing this horrible thing to happen to them? So he had some questions for God, and he wanted to have a conversation. So he went up to the top of a rampart, the top of a castle, and he wanted to seek God's face. He knew that he was going to be able to speak to God, so he had an expectation that he would hear from God and see from him. And he knew that he would have an opportunity to ask questions. This is why we call it dialogue journaling. It's two-way conversations with God. So Habakkuk tuned his heart to God, poured his heart out, and then listened. And this is the verses that show what happened. I will stand on my guard post and station myself on the rampart. Here he found a quiet place so he could look up to speak with God. He was posturing his heart with expectation to speak with God. And I will keep watch to see what he will speak to me. Habakkuk was looking and listening with expectation to hear from God personally, using both the eyes and the ears of his heart. And how I may reply when I am reproved. Habakkuk knew it would be a conversation with God. He knew he'd be able to hear what God had to say. 
and that he would be able to reply. Then the Lord answered me and said, God did reply personally, which means he can reply personally. Record the vision and inscribe it on tablets that the one who reads it may run. God commanded Habakkuk to write down what he was going to say. Writing it down is not just for you to be able to remember, but it can also be a blessing for others if the Lord asks you to share it. I asked the Lord why he gave Dr. Mark Verkler the dialogue journaling tool for us to follow. And he said, The word is clear that I have created my sheep to hear my voice. People make it so complicated, and I really wanted to show people how easy it is to connect with me directly. The ability to use these four keys to connect with me is yours because of Jesus' finished work on the cross. This was not a privilege that Old Covenant people had, so never take it for granted. In the Old Covenant days, I would choose a prophet, and I would give them that precious opportunity to hear from me. But you have me in your heart now, and you can access that directly because of Jesus' finished work. People think that it's too easy for this to be real. It's easy because I am real, and I want you to know the real me. You can use this tool to help you understand what I meant when I spoke every word of the Bible. You can use it to find out why I spoke you into existence and what I created you for. You can use it to have me heal your broken heart or your physical body. And most importantly, you can use it to just simply enjoy time with me personally because I enjoy you. I gave this model to Mark Verkler because he was an unlikely person to have given it to. He was an extremely left-brained person with a religious upbringing and was raised to seek me using his head and not his heart. So many Christian denominations led people astray this way because they're trying to understand the scripture without involving me in that understanding. So I gave it to a person whose heart was seeking for connection with me and yet had to unlearn so much about who I am. Giving this to him and giving it to the world is so that you can have the intimate relationship that I created you to have. I want more for you. I will wait for you to connect with me using this simple tool. I want you to know who I really am. Once you learn how to use this tool, you can use it every single day to connect with me and record your journey with me of miracles and answered prayers. The next game changer is meeting Jesus as a child in your special place. We use the skill of dialogue journaling in this game changer. Meeting Jesus in your special place as a child for me is a spiritual game changing twofer. It gives you a spiritual place to connect with God and ensures that you're connecting with the most open-hearted posture to receive him. Having a spiritual home base that you can immediately tune to and know that you can see, hear, and feel Jesus at any moment gives you a powerful tool for being able to see any and all of your circumstances through God's perspective. The Word talks about a secret place. Psalm 91.1 says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will remain secure and rest in the shadow of the Almighty, whose power no enemy can withstand. While most people assume, and preachers even teach, that the secret place is a prayer closet or prayer room in the natural realm, where you spend a lot of time in prayer, worship, and reading the Bible. This is a great benefit as a physical place 
where you do that because the anointing of the Lord remains in that room and continues to bless you every time you walk in there. But I believe this verse is really about the special place. That is, a spiritual place. God dwells in your heart. So essentially, wherever you go, your special place is with you, so you can always tap into it internally. You do not need to be in your prayer room at home or in a church building to connect with God when you have a special place in the Spirit to connect with Him and communicate with God in the midst of chaos, no matter where you are. The Lord creates the special place specifically for you. You can always see Him there. The special place does not need to remain the same. The Lord can expand it or change it as he feels your needs change. But know that no matter what level of chaos is going on in your world, you can use the skills of being able to connect with God and be instantly in God's presence. The Lord expands my special place all the time. It happens mostly when I ask him to show me new places there. Ask not and receive not. And the Lord meets me there and takes me anywhere he wants in the spirit according to what he wants to show me or teach me or bless me with. So he's never limited to that space that you have. He can take you absolutely anywhere. One of the most important purposes of the special place is for you to build memories with Jesus. You're not just hearing his voice, which is awesome, but you can see and feel him and have fun experiences with him there. Just like having experiences with people that you enjoy in the world, having fun experiences with Jesus builds your trust with him. Which brings me to why childlike faith associated with the special place is a twofer. Children naturally believe, and your inner child knows you have adult problems, but naturally is more open-hearted toward Jesus and believes him. Allowing God to heal and direct and love on you is so important in cooperating with God's very best for you. Unfortunately, our adult selves hang on to unbelief and restrict how much God can bless you. So learning how to surrender to the innocence of your inner child will change your life. This is why playing with God in the special place before you ask for anything is so important. This is what Jesus had to say about this game changer of both having a special place and coming to him as a child there. There is no better private place that you can build memories with me than your own spiritual special place. The spiritual home base is uniquely created for you in order for you to be able to connect with me one-on-one. In this place, you can ask me anything, and I will share and show you all the truths of who I really am and who you really are. It is helpful for you to understand the Bible and its relevance for your life today. When you come to me as a child in the special place, you bring the purest part of you to our relationship. There's an innocence and a natural faith in childhood that's still inside of you. I know for some this is a challenge because having negative father associations or traumatic childhood experiences, but these are even bigger reasons for you to come to me in the safe place as a child so that I can heal those past wounds and restore your inner child. The father-child relationship was the most important one 
that I had with my father when I was on earth. I could not live without his guidance and connection. Your child life self allows me to have greater access to your heart. Building this relationship with me in the secret place as a child will lead to healing, breakthroughs, alignment with your purpose in Christ's identity. I always equip what I call so I can give you everything you need to feel safe with me in your special place. Will you allow me to do this? I've got a special place all ready for you and I'm always there. For more information on the importance of connecting with God in your special place, check out the Secret Power of Childlike Faith episode linked below in this episode on the pattyej.podbean.com site. Before we dive into our encounter today, I wanted to take a moment to ask you for a blessing. If you have learned some new things and have drawn closer to God by this podcast, Please pray for the Lord to multiply it and allow the Lord to pop a few names into your spirit for whom you could share this podcast with. Simply text or email them the link to the pattyej.podbean.com site and let them know why you've been blessed by it. And please check out my books, journals, and downloadable resources at pattysadala.com shop and remember the code EJPOD to receive 10% off everything, even the stuff already on sale. And remember, they make great gifts too. Thank you for blessing me by your prayers and for being a listener to this podcast. Today, I'm going to facilitate the special place encounter with you as a child. If you are a longtime listener of this podcast and have already established a special place and have been doing this as a child, I want you to participate in this and ask the Lord to expand your special place, show you something brand new there that you've never seen before, and go through this experience again with us today. When I started my special place, it was a simple grassy knoll, and now it has expanded so much. There's so much new things there. He just added another thing to it today. And there's always a reason that God adds it too. So really look in the spirit for what he's added and ask him specifically about it when you see him today. If this is your first podcast experience and you have never done a special place, follow the steps I'm going to speak through right now. But before you do, pause this recording and posture your heart by praying and listening to worship music and finding a private, quiet place for you to be able to listen to my voice and follow the prompts. Pause this recording and then pick it right back up. I want you to see yourself as a child between the ages of two and eight, and you're standing in front of an elevator. Pay attention to your hands and your feet and what you're wearing. Notice the childlike stature you are. Feel what it feels like to be a child in a moment. Reach up and press the only button on the elevator door. The button says, Jesus. Doors open, step into the elevator, and begin breathing deeply. In and out. In and out. Feel the elevator's movement and then see the doors open and you will see a beautiful place. Step out of the elevator and begin to explore. Look very intently to the left 
paying attention to everything you see, hear, and feel. Now look directly in front of you. Look and listen, take in everything about that view. Then look to the right. Same thing, pay attention to every sense. Look up and then down. Now turn around and you'll see Jesus walking toward you with a big smile on his face. See him coming toward you. He picks you up and he swings you around. He's hugging you tightly and he gives you a kiss on the forehead. Feel his beard on your forehead. Feel yourself put your head on his chest. And then he's going to put you down. And in a minute, he's going to take you somewhere to play and explore the special place. You're going to play with him for a while. And then I want you to ask him questions about this place. What does he want to give you here? How does he want you to use this place to connect with him? Let him show you or tell you what he has for you there today. Ask as many questions as you want. Keep the conversation going. If he shows you an image, ask him what it means. Take all the time you need. Thank him for what he showed you and then record it all in your journal. I hope you were able to really see, feel, and experience Jesus in the special place whether it was for your first time or after many times. And I hope the Lord was able to show you something extremely valuable in it and new and exciting. Remember that you can go to this place anytime. You don't need me to facilitate it. Although if that's helpful, just listen to this again. But you don't need that. The space is already there for you. So go back there as often as possible. And I hope you will join us on this podcast adventure. Follow this podcast and forward it to others that you think may be blessed by it. And check out all the links below. They are designed to take you deeper. I thank God for you and bless you in Jesus' name.